Welcome to Shouts from the Sideline. My name is Quentin Connors, also known as Q. Uh, this is another edition of our interview segment, Chats from the Sideline. I haven't done one in a while, uh, but it's where I talk to prominent Newcastle sporting figures and uh, gain an exclusive insight into their lives and careers. This week is Edgeworth Eagles goalkeeper, the 2017 MPL Goalkeeper of the Year, actually. Nate Cavalieri, welcome to the show, mate. Thanks very much for having me on. <laughs> no, thank you for coming on to the show. Uh, uh, for those as well, just a reminder that the podcast is brought to you by LTP Cricket, the number one place to go for all your cricketing needs this summer. Uh, make sure you go into ltpcricket.com.au and you'll find everything you can need uh, for the season. Uh, but Nate, start off just so people get a bit of a backstory into you. Where, what was your junior club growing up and kind of how did you progress into senior football? Yeah, um, Warners Bay Soccer Club was my junior club, just around the corner from me. Um, yeah, right, so, okay. um, spent a spent a few years there, just playing around with friends and you know learning the game, and absolutely loved it. Mm. And uh, I guess from there, um, started to do all right, and uh, got into the Macquarie Rep system, like the oh, local, yeah. yep. the local system. And that then, was the um, SYL, was it, or the FYL? Yeah, that's the yeah. one. So pretty pretty old school names. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, no, it was, yeah, from there, just kind of progressed on and mm. people kind of just start to notice you and see you and, yeah. yeah, so that was pretty much it. So where did you go from Macquarie? Did you, where did you go from, because like that that finished in like like 15s or something, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 it did. So there wasn't, unless you were like, went through the N-Swiss programs, there wasn't yeah. heaps of options. So a lot of us went back and played a year or two of junior football, just yep. with like Valentine or one of yeah, those clubs, yeah. and then um, went into senior football and just made that transition, yeah. so... So where did you go after that, after Macquarie? Yeah, so I went into Valentine Junior Football Valentine, Club. Valentine, okay, yeah. And then from there, made my progression to senior football. So, yeah, right, yeah. okay then. So why the choice of goalkeeper as well? Because I was, I was, I'm always interested to see why goalkeepers <laughs> pick to be goalkeepers. Were you like a goalkeeper right from a young age or did you kind of just get pushed in there one day because for some reason or another or uh i actually started when i was about seven i think in the in the under sevens we had a bit of a makeshift team in juniors and we used to get thrashed every week like yeah, six right. seven eight nil probably up to 15 <laughs> nils you know as i said a makeshift team and um i was kind of really sick of just <laughs> watching a lot of goals that, that went in that could have been stopped and i just went no nope, that's it like i'm going in goals yeah, everyone, right. everyone get out and that's how it all started so yeah right. yeah so, well, you were just in goalkeeper from then on? Yeah, the I, I made, yeah, I made sure that I played at least a half every game in goals yeah, right. in, the, in under sevens onwards, and yeah, that was it. That's just how it went. So. Yeah, no, that's fair enough then. Well, I mean, uh, I think some people as well, I mean, before we start talking about your senior career, some people uh, have called you a lot of the time, and no no offence to it, but too short to be a goalkeeper. <laughs> I've heard every now and then about, about Nate Cavalier. What's your thoughts about being called too short? Oh, um, <laughs> I don't really know because like there's a, there's other goalkeepers in the competition that are shorter yeah, than me. Yeah, I know. So. I know. <laughs> it's one of those things. I, I don't know. I think if if you're six foot six and massive, I think it's like it, it does have a bit of an advantage. Yeah. But being being shorter, you know, makes you a bit quicker and yeah, a bit more springier. Agile. So mm. I think like um, like if yeah, if you if you do the right things, I don't think the height is too relevant. I mean, unless you're like five foot one, obviously it mm. might be a bit of a problem, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, look, I think, you know, if your timing's good and yep. uh, if you do everything 
like the right way that you're supposed to do it. I don't think height's too much of an mm. issue. So. Oh no, for sure. Yeah. I guess uh, after you, like you said, you were played at uh, Valentine from there. Where did you go from Valentine after that? Yeah, I uh, went to Westwall's End. So. Right. Okay. Then, and were they in the new FM competition then, or the? Was, it, was that back when they were in the MPL? Uh, they were in the. Oh, it was oh, called yeah, the like, NBN yeah. State League yeah. at the time. But yeah, they were in that and right, um, okay. played a few years in the 19s and 23s. Yeah. And then um, when they dropped down uh, to the new FM, I stayed with them for a season there just to yep. get a bit of ex- like first grade experience, I yep. guess, and get used to the physicality of it. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, moved on from there. So Yeah. Well, then like you went to Lambton from there. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, what was kind of the, I guess, how big of a jump was it going from that second division into the first division back again? Like, was it was it much of a jump to go um, playing first grade and second division to then playing the 23s or whatever it was back then in the first division? Um, not, not so much, I don't think. I think it was, um, it wasn't, obviously wasn't as physical um, going from the new FM first grade comp back into the like, 23s mm. in the MPL. Um, I think that, uh, like, obviously technically a little bit better and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So you get, yeah, it's a little bit different in that sense. But, um, I, yeah, I think the transition was pretty easy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, playing at Lempton as well, you played under Brad Swancott, like you were the yep. keeper underneath, the backup keeper. Uh, I think it was that, like, last season would have been, yeah, before, well, like, before this season, um, he decided to play on another year when the, when the kind of the given idea was he would probably retire. Um, then you moved on to edgy. What was your thoughts? Like, did you have any kind of, I guess, um, grievances about that? Were you like a little bit upset that he like decided to play another year or did you kind of understand and and kind of just make your decision from there? Um, oh, to be honest, like it, you know, like if I think I said it actually in the pay for a little while ago, um, the, you know, like if you, if you want to keep playing and and you've got life in the legs and that kind of thing, like I reckon a hundred percent go for it. Like, I'd be I'd be the exact same in the exact same situation. Like yeah, if yeah. I felt like I was good to go around again, like I'd go around again. So mm. you know, like good on him, and he had a great year as well. So mm. yeah, no, I mean, hats off. Like you yeah. know, like <laughs> to, to be honest, yeah, he was he was excellent this year. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, from join uh, like from from Lambton, you did join Edgy after that. Uh, but I mean, like a lot of people were a bit surprised because like you you would usually if you didn't get a start at a top club like Lambton, you'd most likely go to a uh, like a lower league side to like to be the first grade keeper there. Uh, you, you chose Edgeworth instead. They went straight <laughs> to the top. Why? Like, why'd you make that choice to go to Edgy? Um, oh, to be honest, I just like looking at the squad and looking at um, Zaney and what he's done with the team. I think that he gives everyone a chance. Like he mm. rewards hard work, and he like if you're doing well, he'll reward it. And mm. I felt like you know if I went there and if I did all the things he asked of me, and if I worked hard and just put my head down and he'd give me an opportunity and he did and yeah, really, really grateful for that. So, mm. yeah. I mean, like when joining them, did you think that you were going to be the first grade keeper or did you think you'd probably be playing like second fiddle again for most of the season? Um, I thought it was just going to be like a 50-50 kind of scenario oh, right. in the yep. sense that like it was just going to be a battle and whoever was doing better would have played because like, that's what that's what Zaney said to me and I trusted him mm. and um, yeah, and, and that's yeah, that's how it went. So mm. I, I guess I had a little bit of a head start to um, coming in, and uh, the keeper who was there, Jim, was away on holidays. Yeah, so yeah, had a little bit of a head start there as well, mm. which, which I think really helped. So, did you think that when he returned, that he was going to take your spot back, or did you think that like once you had your performances when he was away, did you think you kind of had that firm grip on the spot? Oh, 
it's always in the back of your mind. I think yeah. you know, you're, you're always like you go to every session, every training session, and you're you're under pressure to perform and mm. do the right things. And I think I was always always had that in the back of my mind. Yeah, like yeah. I can't. I think getting a little bit of a head start because I was there earlier. I think it was kind of more of I can't do anything wrong from here on in. Mm. And um, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, when did you like like it really hit you that? you had that firm grip on the spot like what kind of point during the season did you kind of feel like you were like definitely the first grade keeper kind of thing and then like as well what was the feeling like were you pretty pretty happy that you had kind of nailed this first grade spot in the top team in in Newcastle uh yeah like obviously very very happy which is Mm. is good um I think um in terms of your question as to when I really felt like I had the spot down like I don't think there was ever a ever a time to be honest yeah, right, even okay. whether I was doing really well and whether um Jim was at the club or not like mm. I, you know what I mean there's always pressure coming from yeah, yeah. The people below so I don't ever feel like um really I guess comfortable because um you know you've got to perform it doesn't matter who's below mm. you if, if you're not performing then you don't play it's as simple as that mm. so no for sure yeah. for sure I mean well you played in the the FFA Cup this year for Edgy uh in South Melbourne uh, you had a pretty phenomenal match in that game, <laughs> but before we talk about the game, what was it like? I guess just traveling with the team and and, and getting to be like part of that. I yeah. mean, like traveling to like like a, a stadium like Lakeside Stadium and, and playing against South Melbourne. Yeah, well, it's definitely going to be a highlight of my career. That's for sure. Mm. I think like um, the boys were so used to it because they've been doing it for the last few years. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it was just like it was a bit surreal. Like it all happened so quick, mm. and it was um, yeah, it was just a it was a great experience and. Um, yeah, I'll never forget it. But yeah, as I said, the boys were just kind of used yeah, to it. So they, yeah. were just, they were like, oh yeah, we'll go and, we'll go and stay in the Crown Plaza and we'll go and do yeah, whatever. Right, but okay. I was just like, this is the best. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was, um, it was really good. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you like, like, Vasito, uh, I should say, pretty high praise from across Australia for your performance, like across social media and things. People were pretty <laughs> impressed by the keeper from, from Edgy. Uh, from that match, did the thought ever like enter your mind that, um, you could potentially make something out of, I guess, this this footballing career, and like maybe testing yourself in Melbourne against like South Melbourne because they're like one of the best teams in that competition. Like, I guess Melbourne has probably the best teams in Australia, and they're one of the best. And you you match them. Does it ever kind of cross your mind that you could potentially test yourself at at, at that higher level? Yeah, like I think that um, I guess every footballer wants to progress, you know, at, mm. at some stage in their career, and I think that like if that's you know, like a, a right progression for me or if I feel like that's going to really help me progress my football, then yeah, it's definitely something I'd consider. Mm. And um, But yeah, like just to be to be involved at Edgeworth is, I don't know, it's I feel like I'm, you know, getting better leaps and bounds just by being yeah. there and like talking to a lot of the experienced coaches like Zaney, Ben Smith, the keeper coach, and just getting advice off players like Mac mm. and things like that. It actually like, yeah, it helps. And like, I can't even explain how much it helps, mm. you know, just those little intricacies of the game and, yeah, obviously, like if if I feel like um, I needed to do something else to progress further, then like I'd definitely consider it. So. Mm. I mean, uh, I guess fast forward a little bit, you then won the premiership with Edgy. Yeah. Um, pretty <laughs> awesome achievement in your first year as like a, I guess, a, a, a full first grade goalkeeper. What was that like to actually win the uh, premiership? Yeah, again, again, it was like one of those surreal feelings. Like it, it just kind of happened. Like, like, mm. like I don't know. I, to be honest, it still hasn't sunk in yet. I think, you know, some people go their entire careers and yeah. don't, you know, sometimes they don't even win a trophy yeah, or yeah, don't win yeah. a premiership and to, to come in and do it and just to, like have those boys in front of me just to come mm. in and watch them play and 
yeah, be involved is just, yeah, something I won't forget. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, you moved on then to the grand final from that. Unfortunately, didn't get the result that no. you would have liked <laughs> in the grand final, but you got to play at like, uh, like McDonald Jones Stadiums, the Knight Stadium, the Jet Stadium. What was that like playing in? playing yeah. in that kind of stadium again just one of those experiences yeah. where you just got to soak it in like it happened so quick and i honestly can barely even remember the game to be honest yeah, like right. it was just one of those things where you were there and you're like i can't believe i'm standing right mm. here right now like i'm mm. um, doing this and you know playing a game that you love so i think yeah. it was just yeah just looking back on it just thrilled to be a part of it and something i'll cherish for sure mm. what was it like i guess um i guess playing it in that stadium because I mean, like a lot of people have said um, or will voice their concerns that it wasn't, I guess, the same atmosphere that like playing at a Magic Park is on on Grand Final Day. What was your thoughts about it playing at McDonald James Stadium? Was it something like that made it special playing at that stadium? Or would you have like rather played at like a suburban ground instead? Yeah, a bit like fifty fifty with that one actually. Mm. Like obviously with the size of the stadium, it's hard to get generate that really yeah. good atmosphere. But in saying that, like from a player's point of view, to play on the surface and be involved in a game at at that stadium was like, as I said, something you'll just never mm. forget. So I don't know, fifty-fifty. Like it's <laughs> it's a tough one, but yeah. personally, like I'm, I'm thrilled to have played there. So from a player's perspective, I'd say yeah, mm. like I loved it. So yeah, for sure. Uh, well, obviously, at the end of the season, as I said, you won the 2017 uh, the Bill Mahoney Goalkeeper of the Year award. Uh, pretty amazing feat to do in your first season. Um, did you know that you were getting the trophy beforehand? Uh, I'd been told that it was like a clean sheets based award. Right, okay. And, uh, a few of the boys at the club reminded me how many, right. yeah, how many clean sheets we had. And, <laughs> like, I got, I've just got to say, like, to have that back on and the whole squad in mm. front of me, like, you know, it's a goal, it's a clean sheet or a goalkeeping award. But in all honesty, like the the defensive displays from the team, mm. like it's not possible without them. And like I've just got to take my hat off because they were exceptional. Yeah, like, I've yeah. got no other words for how good they were. It's just never played in front of a team like it. So yeah, it's, yeah unreal. What was it like winning that award then? I mean, uh, did you did, did you make much of a speech? I wasn't actually there, but like, did you make much of a speech or anything? Or like, or that, the, boy, or the boys reminded me that I needed to say one yeah. or two things just to give credit where it was due. So yeah, I did. I did just yeah you know, say a quick thanks to the boys mm. and Zany, and then you know I did the. Classic thanks, mum and dad. Yeah, driving yeah. everywhere when I was five and buying me gloves. <laughs> yeah, so no, it was. Yeah, that's, nah, that's awesome. What have you done with the trophy now? Is it is it on your mental piece <laughs> or anything? Just collecting dust, mate. Is it? it's just, <laughs> seriously, just sitting over there collecting dust. When people come over, I will get it out. Yeah, and pop it on the, <laughs> put it on display. Pop when it they on come. the bench, and they go, "Oh, what's that trophy?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one." No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I mean, after one season, a massive season under your belt, uh, what's your plans for the future? Is it, I mean, playing at edgy again, hopefully like win more premierships, keep, keep the, the edgy era going, or is it maybe testing it yourself like in a, in a different part of Australia? What, what are you thinking? Yeah, look, I think definitely for next season, I think staying at Edgeworth's a, the best option mm. that I have, regardless of, you know, what, what's in front. I think that that's the best option in terms of my own like, personal yeah, development, yeah. playing with those guys again. Um, from there, I think, you know, like if opportunity, opportunities to progress my game uh, present themselves and, you know, I'd be silly to say no. Mm. And, um, but, yeah, like just looking towards next season and hopefully winning some winning some yeah. silverware with Edgeworth <laughs> again would be unreal. So. No, for sure. I mean, what about your hopes for, I guess, uh, further on, like in terms of dreams and aspirations? Are you hoping to potentially make it one day as a like a goalkeeper, say, in the A-League or anything like that? Or are you kind of just keeping your feet on the ground, like liking where it's at, just playing... 
playing like at your local club, so to speak, like in the local MPL or yeah, like as I said, you got everyone's got those aspirations mm. to play at that at that kind of level, but obviously you got to keep your feet in the ground, like, yeah, yeah, instead of your head up in the clouds. Yeah, yeah. You know, the reality is, you you know, I'm I'm at Edgeworth and I'm going to do my best yeah. at that club regardless, and um, yeah, so just trying to stay in the moment, I guess, yeah, instead yeah. of trying to think, oh, what could happen if you mm. know. So yeah, just focused on. On the here and now. Nah, so. that's fair enough. Well, I always finish off with uh, two questions at the end. The first, what is your most memorable uh, moment of your career so far, would you say? Um, or tough one. I'm going to have to say probably the penalty shootout in the second leg of the semi-final. Oh, right, against Magic. Against Magic. Yeah. I think that was, yeah, just to, you know, because the boys had done so much all season to be able to just turn around and help yeah. them out would, was, um, yeah, that was... That was one of the top moments. Yeah, right. So higher than like winning a premiership and, and like winning the award and everything. Oh, like personal? Oh, sorry. Well, like, either, either. oh yeah, I'd say, I'd say that was because I really got to help out the boys. Yeah, that one. yeah. Like, you know, as I said, I didn't have heaps to do all season. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, to be able to help the boys was unreal. I think no, that's no. one of the ones I'll cherish. That's awesome. Yeah, but, for yeah. sure. Well, who would you say then is your most the, the most influential person in your career that you've had? Oh... This would be a tough one. I would probably have to say uh, Clint Gosling. Um, yeah. He was a keeper coach I had from a young age, like um, coming through and yeah. um, pretty much taught me the ropes, taught, <laughs> taught me how to do everything, I guess. And mm. um, yeah, like he's one of those guys who if you ever if you ever need to ask advice from or anything, he'll always give it. And, yeah, yeah. Um, he always gives good advice based on like experience and mm. that kind of stuff. So yeah, he's, he's probably one of those guys who like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you sure. kind of if you get his approval, it's kind of one of those things where, where it's mm. unreal. So, mm, for sure. Yeah, so. Well, hopefully he's listening, so he can uh, hear the. Uh, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thanks for coming onto the show, today, mate. I uh, appreciate you giving up your time to give a little bit of a backstory and a, a, a bit of an insight into to what you've achieved so far. You've done a hell of a lot in only <laughs> short time of being like playing senior uh, football and in, in in first grade as well. So. Congratulations on that, but thank you for coming on the show. Cheers, thanks very much for having me. <laughs> for everyone else, thank you so much for listening. Uh, remember to like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram as well. And also to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can hear the full episodes we do on a weekly basis and other interviews that I have done. Uh, but until then, guys, thank you so much for listening. It was quite nice.